Hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. My name's Scott. And I'm Sachin. And we're rocking and rolling. From multiple continents, once again. So, uh, <laughs> and we're off to an auspicious start. Sachin, what's, what's the first item on your list? Well, uh, I think last time we ended, we ended up talking about employment a little bit, and I wanted to, uh, I just thought of another story that I could have brought up last time, but it's kind of still ongoing. Did you hear about this lady who was um, fired from the, from the USDA or something like that? Or the Department of Agriculture? No. No, what for? Uh, I guess, like, basically, she ha- she's, like, a black woman, I guess, and she'd worked there for, like, 25 years, and she was, like, working kind of in the South and it was like she was doing sort of farm outreach mm-hmm. you know people who would reach out to farmers and give them new techniques and like how to work on getting their crops to be more efficient and things like that yeah you're probably familiar with that sort of like uh, role I suppose yeah yeah so um, she was given a speech uh, and it was recorded and I guess like in the speech she said you know uh, she's been there for a long time like 25 years ago you know a white farmer came to her for help, you know, and said, Hey, you know, like I need help with my crops or my stuff's not working. And she was in a position to help him, you know, and I guess like initially she did not put forth her full effort in, 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 uh, in terms of helping her, helping him, you know, it's just kind of like sometimes when somebody comes to you for help in your position, you're just like, either you're tired or you're pissed off or like, they're just kind of like rude or something like that. Right. And I think in her case, it was just like, you know, there's a, there's a long history in the South, and 25 years ago, it was probably still a little bit recent in her memory anyway, of, like, you know, racial stuff going on and, like, you know, the black-white racial, racial issue and, like, sharecropping and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, so there's that. It, it's kind of like, you know, in the back of your mind. It's like, you know, I'll, I'll answer your questions, I guess. You know, it's my job. But I'm not going to, mm-hmm. like, be going out of my way to, like, you know... I'm not going to lose sleep on it. You know, I'm not going to, like, research stuff. I'll just give you what I know. I'm just going to do my job. Yeah. You know, and I think she did that for a couple of years. And then and then I think at some point she realized, so I, I forget exactly how she came to the epiphany, but somebody either convinced her or she realized herself that, hey, man, this is this is just making this is just propagating the problem. You know, like you can't if you want people to help you out, if you want racial relations to be better, you can't just you have to turn the other cheek or, you know, golden rule and all that stuff. And then she eventually I think she eventually came forward to the farmer and said, you know, hey, I haven't been helping you out in the way that I should have, but here's, now I am going to, and here's what you should do and all this stuff. And I guess they're really good friends now and stuff. And she eventually, you know, he eventually did fine and everything worked out. It's just, I guess the first two years that just went on, but that was like 25 years ago. So she was telling this story and I guess it was like to the NAACP or some sort of like, you know, organization like that. And I think the point of the story was like, it's easy to fall into this trap. It's easy to like judge people and not put forth your best effort, but that's not the best thing to do. But some mm-hmm. guy, some guy um, was trying to incite, you know, politics and stuff like that, and he just he basically aggressively manipulated or edited the video and put it out so that it looked like she was basically doing this. This was like her policy, like that's the way she gets back at people, and uh, put it out there in the press, and then like I don't know, Fox News got a hold of it, and some other people got a hold of it. Somehow it boiled up, and she was fired. And I guess she was fired in a very unceremonious way. Like uh, somebody called her and said, hey, this happened. You need to resign. And it was like the, the secretary of agriculture, you know, and like the secretary of agriculture, you know, it's like, well, if he calls you, then maybe he's getting pressure for somebody. And like, is it President Obama or is it like somebody else? 
mm-hmm. like basically from the, it was like from the from the top down it's like you're gone you know it's like we i heard the story i'm not going to follow up on it i'm not going to find out about it but it's like you're gone mm-hmm. and then and then they like did some more and then so like finally she was fired you know because like there's no we don't have any we don't want any place in our administration for this kind of stuff it's ridiculous and it's like it's they didn't even follow their facts up it's like it happened 25 years ago yeah. You know, and then uh, so it was a big hullabaloo in the press. And so I guess just yesterday, the day before, she was offered her job back. And I guess she didn't take it. She was just like, no, sorry about that, but I'm not taking it. <laughs> so I think it's just like, do you have any, any opinions on all this stuff? Because it's like, you that, know, you're almost like. Sound, I mean, that that sounds pretty, pretty poor. Yeah, but, it's, <laughs> but it sounds like it's like funny how like when it comes to politics and like being proper you know like uh you want to like immediately just cast away any sort of like racism or like prejudice or whatever it is from your like you know view but you know at the same time it's like it's a big controversy because it totally came back to bite them right Mm. and everybody looks bad now it's funny how everybody looks bad and then she like i mean it seemed like she probably liked her job or at least was all right with it if she stayed there for 25 years and now all of a sudden she doesn't have this job anymore. And it's like, would you take it back? You know, like, I mean, what kind of apology would it take for you to like go back? Let's say you had your dream job and it's like, you know, then you unceremoniously was, were fired or something horrible happened in terms of like a, you know, a false accusation or whatever. And then they're like, oh my gosh, so sorry. So sorry. Like, would you go back? Does it kind of like sour your, you know, it's like almost gives you a new light on wh- who you were working with or who you were dealing with. If that sort of stuff can just happen. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like I mean, especially especially when the pretenses seem false, like somebody edited the video into something that it wasn't actually saying. Yeah, yeah. And and, and then it turns out that the people that you know you were working for don't have the integrity to look into that. You know, they. I mean, I mean, it sounds like you know, and and I'm assuming a bit here because I haven't read anything about the uh, about the story, but. It sounds like the overseers, the boss or whatever, you know, just wanted to wash his hands as quickly as possible. Exactly. And that, I mean, you know? that, that's politics. And like you see that stuff happening all the time, but you know that it's never a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, what do you, it's kind of an interesting, like how your opinion of something or somebody can switch so rapidly also, you know, I mean, it's like, it's almost like, do you, do you think she should forgive them? Um, I mean, I think that's sort of up to her. And I mean, maybe maybe she does forgive them, but she still doesn't want her job back, you know. Uh, and also, I mean, you could you could work for someone for a while and know they're a turd, but you know, whatever you like your job, you don't have to deal with it too much, and then. And then, you know, it just finally gets to the point where it's like, okay, you, you know, I've always sort of thought this guy was a turd, but now I can't even really go back to the building with him. I don't respect him at all. Yeah, or, yeah. You know? Uh, so, I don't know, maybe that's the situation. Maybe maybe she's just like, you know what, I was working there 25 years. That's enough. Well, I'm taking this opportunity to start retirement. <laughs> Which brings me to my next point. Are people generally good, bad, or assholes? Whoa, that's a heavy topic. <laughs> this is the irregular search for truth. 
Well, we uh, take I, I, and treat them lightly. Well, what's the difference between good and the last one? Or the bad and the last one? What's, I mean, there's three you said, right? Yes. What's the difference between good and not good? And assholes. I feel like asshole is just sort of generally selfish. Like without much consideration of good or bad. But what's bad then? Bad is bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like there's only good or bad and I think there's just I guess it's just shades of gray when you come when it comes to it right I mean people are people they're just gonna think out for the they're gonna think for themselves first and foremost always and when you think of somebody else ultimately you're thinking about yourself right I mean you don't really go out of your way to help strangers a lot of times I mean most people don't anyway you know unless they're like taught to unless their parents forced or inculcated in them that they should help other people you're only going to help your friends or your family or whatever. You know, and it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a rare person who will just help everybody and anybody. And, but it's, it's in your nature to sort of take care of your own. And it's like, when you do take care of your own and it's among your own, it's a great thing. I mean, family, you know, and the tightness of it. Like, I mean, if you look at the mafia, for example, it's all about family. It's all about respect and love and like, you know, making sure that everything happens for your family. But what about when it comes outside of your family? How is that any different? Well, it's like they're not my family, so I can go and shoot them or do whatever it is you know, that I need to do to protect my family. Well, it's like, well, on the one hand, you're a really good you know, provider or father or uncle or whatever it is you happen to be. But on the other hand, you did these really awful things to people in defense of your family. Well, or is it really defense? In, I mean, in so-called defense, in, in defense in quotes, I guess you could say. perceived Right, right. Or whatever. Let's just say in in support of your family. You know, let's say my main business is to extort money from these other people so I can support my family. These people aren't paying up. I'm going to blow up their restaurant. I did that so I can put money on the, money and food on the table for my family because I love them. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, that being the real, the driver there. I think, I mean... I don't know, like, like uh, I mean, I think to some degree, yeah, it's about it's about putting money and food on the table. But on another degree, these sorts of things have to be basically kind of a, a ego and power driven, you know. Yeah, and I think it's really easy it, to fall into that. It's really easy to fall into that ego and power trap, right? I mean, it's almost second nature. It's almost human nature to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, they, I guess so. They say absolute you, power you, corrupts absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a rule. You can, I mean, there's very, there's nobody. They say that, I mean, the, the expression says absolutely. Nobody with absolute power can rule but absolutely. You know, like, I mean, it's, you're going to be corrupted. Which means that, you know, it's a saying, so it's not a proof. But it's like, how long has that been saying been around? It's human nature that you're just going to, like, eventually realize that you can just get this stuff for free and for extra for yourself at, at the expense of others. Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's also sort of a, uh, the idea of just sort of a bit of stoicism, you know, in the, in the face of power, you know, a little bit of, uh, uh, self-restraint and, and these sorts of things that, you know, hopefully, I mean, ideally you can build that into a system like, you know, 
through things like checks and balances and, and whatever in a, in a government. But, uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, at what point does a person decide that, you know, you're growing up and maybe you get some lessons like, you know, oh, you want to you wanna be nice to people, but you also want to, you know, provide for family and you maybe you get some sort of less, <laughs> less, uh, universally good lessons like maybe like you know you don't let anybody disrespect you or something like that you know and at what point did those sorts of things take precedence over be good you know well I mean I think like I said it's like sort of I think you can do I think in in people's minds they can do both right they're doing good until they're disrespected and then it's like well that that justifies a certain amount of evil right that or and you wouldn't even call it evil it's just like basically this person disrespected me and i need to i need to follow up with that i can't be disrespected so i mean it's not like i'm going around and like hurting somebody for for the hell of it or for like just for fun maliciously it's just this person needs to be taught a lesson you know and it's like well do you you know revisit um, that harm upon you or do you just like turn the other cheek is that the good thing to do mm-hmm. I, don't I think it's just human nature to be selfish and bad I guess mm-hmm. that's like a rough way to end a podcast <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any real quick like light topics <laughs> you can edit that one out later so a man walks into a bar <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like you could say that man, like you know, man is capable or is is ultimately bad or like you know whatever, and yet it's not a it's not a da- you're not doomed to do it, right? It's like you know you have the freedom. With great power comes great responsibility. Oh, there we go, <laughs> bringing it back, Spider Man. So I mean, yeah, you could do you could do all sorts of evil, and you can look the other way and ignore people's plights and not help them out and look after yourself or whatever. But you could also it's not it's not a destiny, right? I mean, I'd say in general you can't say every single person is bad, and you know not every single person is good either. But it's impossible to be good. You you know here I mean we live in at least I live right now in the first world so called and industrialized West, and we use a quarter of the world's oil. We pollute probably like nobody's business and we waste a whole lot of resources and we're probably like, you know, throwing a lot of our crap in the rest of the world and causing all sorts of other issues that we don't even see because, you know, we just buy all these cheap goods that are throwawayable and we probably, you know, by our, by our consumer habits are inflicting all this damage in other countries. But we don't know that, but in the end, we're probably super evil, but you know, you do your best, I guess. Right. And then like, you find out if you're doing worse, and then you fix it. It's, it's just impossible to be 100% good, because it's almost somebody's perspective, right? Word. Hey, Is man. there no universal perspectives? What's that? Is there no universal perspective? Well, that is the big question, right? It's the big... Uh... <laughs> and that is a question for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we should we close it there? Yeah, sure. All right. Folks, this has been the Irregular Search for Truth. I'm Scott. And I'm Sachin. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>